Prayer for the Lord to Give You His Words by Maggie Meadows Cooper, read by Leah Martin. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and just as you enter it, you'll find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, Why are you doing this? Say, The Lord needs it, and we'll send it back here shortly. Mark 11, 1-3 I don't know about you, but it seems I've had many interactions lately where I just didn't know what to say. Wanting to comfort friends going through hard things, watching national news and trying to answer my children's questions, or facing my own fears and not knowing how to express them. All of these scenarios seem to abound lately. And in my own strength, I struggle to find the words. It's a delicate balance as you try to comfort without saying too much, speak truth in love, and put yourself out there in a way. But today, as I was listening to the story of Jesus' triumphant entry in Mark 11, I felt like the Lord spoke to my heart. We see the donkey, the palm branches, people shouting praises to God as they look at Jesus with adoration. The whole scene just lifts your spirit. But there's one detail that might be overlooked. When Jesus sent two of his disciples into Jerusalem, he told them that they would see a young donkey tied up and they should bring it to him. But then he goes one step further, because the Lord knows our hearts and goes behind and before. He must have already realized they were wondering what they would say if they met opposition. So he told them in verse 3, If anyone asks, what are you doing? Just say, the Lord needs it and will return it soon. So they went. And sure enough, as they untied the colt, some bystanders asked what they were doing. But instead of stumbling over their words in fear or worry, they simply spoke the words Jesus gave them to say. And they were permitted to take the donkey, verse 6, thereby fulfilling the prophecy from Zechariah. I have to believe that without the Lord's words, that scenario might have ended much differently. Not necessarily because of the words themselves, but because of the power and the direction behind them. So often throughout Scripture, we see that when the Lord directs the speech and steps of those who need Him, they're successful in completing their tasks. Moses, Jonah, Jeremiah, so many who were used in mighty ways because the Lord's words and directions were with them even when they were imperfect themselves. So, sweet friends, as you face the day before you, don't set your feet on the floor without asking the Lord to give you His words today. Maybe you know what you're facing, maybe not. But as we begin to make a habit of praying before we speak, our words become more meaningful, more powerful, and ultimately more Christ-like than they could ever be in our own strength. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you so much for always being available. I come to you today asking for wisdom. 
More than anything, I want to shine a light for you through my words and deeds. So before I open my mouth, please give me words to bring peace, healing, and restoration where it's needed. Words to comfort, teach, and bring understanding. And most of all, words that point others to you. Jesus, forgive me for the times I've spoken without seeking your guidance first. And from this moment forward, help me to look to you. In Jesus' name, amen. What happens when a writer and former history teacher goes toe-to-toe with his best friend, a nationally touring stand-up comedian? Total carnage, that's what. Two men enter, and two men leave, because that's how it works. (laughs) Actually, you get hilarious, real, and insightful conversations about life, history, culture, faith, and everything in between. Join me, comedian Johnny W., and my pal, author, and speaker John Driver for Talk About That at LifeAudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.